the government has managed to trim improper payments after a surge at the height of the pandemic. A group of agencies have a three-year plan to really take them on. In fact, the Joint Financial Management and Improvement Program will release a payment integrity plan this fall. For a preview, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with the Treasury Department's Deputy Assistant Secretary for Accounting Policy and Financial Transparency, Renata Miskell. So as taxpayers, we naturally want our tax dollars to go to the right places and be free from waste, fraud and abuse. And it's really one of the most direct ways that the government interacts with the public. So when you receive a check or ideally a direct deposit into your account, that's really probably one of the most direct ways that you actually interact with the government. And it's also one of the most important functions that the government performs. So it's important that we do it with integrity and um, do so in a way that prevents improper payments and fraud. So back to the three-year plan, it's coming off of the pandemic. We saw how important partnerships were in response and recovery efforts. And the Payment Integrity Three-Year Plan is really part of the Joint Financial Management Improvement Program, or JFMIP for short. And JFMIP can really be a catalyst for positive change for payment integrity because of that partnership aspect. So so the goals of the three-year plan are really to help pay the right person the right amount at the right time by promoting three goals. The first is focusing on prevention. So the best way to promote payment integrity is really to prevent fraud and improper payments from occurring in the first place. There's lots of OMB and GAO policy guidance like Circular A123 and the Green Book that really talk about you know, assessing risk up front and putting internal controls in place. But one of the kind of bigger ways that we can assist agencies is really helping them get access to data and analytics. So really kind of that real-time prevention and detection. So that's the first goal is focusing on prevention. The second goal is about promoting best practice. Uh, so sharing information about how agencies states um, that run federally funded state administered programs like Medicaid or unemployment insurance, um, how they approach some of the challenges with getting access to data and getting that data actionable, some of the ways that they develop their internal controls or some of the ways that they um, detect fraud and improper payments. And the third goal is about strengthening partnerships. The flow of federal funds, it's it's a complex web of stakeholders and system. You know, there's complex relationships between the CFO community and program offices. There's complex relationships between states and the federal government and, you know, and local and tribal governments as well. And then finally, between oversight, so the inspector general community and GAO and federal agencies. So it's really all about kind of taking a whole of government approach and strengthening those partnerships. Let's focus on getting access to data. You know, of course, there's a ton of spending data out there. Can you spend a little bit more time just unpacking that data pillar of things? Because I know data sharing is a very key piece of things. Can you give us some examples of some, you know, data pain points or some examples where there has been uh, that non-harmonious sharing of data uh, and how that can be improved? Sure. So according to GAO, and GAO does a report every year, and I think they do one now quarterly as well, on improper payments. So in FY 2022, they put out a report that improper payments have decreased slightly since last year. So that's a, that's a very positive thing. However, the root cause of the payments 
still continues to be lack of access to data and inability to kind of use the data in the right way to prevent the improper payment uh, because of some of the hurdles that exist. So um, data sharing is a huge piece of it. And there's a lot of complex relationships when it comes to key data sources. So for example, one of the key data sources that the Bureau of the Fiscal Service will soon have access to through the Do Not Pay portal, which is a portal where um, agencies and states that run federal programs uh, our administrative federal programs can access. So it'll soon have access to the death master file. And the death master file, you might think, okay, great. Like it's important, a piece of information that, you know, I, you don't want to pay the deceased, right? For, for kind of benefit payments like Medicaid or, or uh, social security. But it's actually really challenging to get access to that full death master file, both in terms of cost and also um, because of privacy and kind of security reasons. So it's really all about kind of breaking through some of those complex challenges and making it easy to do the right thing. So protecting privacy, protecting security, but also enabling access to those key data sources. Another key data source is income verification data. So a lot of means-tested programs like SNAP or Medicaid require income verification, right? And um, that can be really challenging. There are people, are non-traditional earners who may not have a history with commercial services that provide that information. Um, and then the commercial information is also really expensive. So if you're a state, if you're a federal program, it can be really challenging to find the dollars to pay for that service. You mentioned that in fiscal 2022, we did see a decrease in improper payments across the federal government. To drill down a little bit more into that, what accounts for that decline and where does that drop off in improper payments fit into, you know, perhaps a broader context of what we've seen over a longer period of time? Yeah, I mean, the decline is a step in the right direction. And I think it reflects the ongoing collaboration and the tremendous, almost Herculean efforts that the agencies took to uh, put controls in place to prevent fraud and improper payments. And and I'd have to say, you know, Treasury played a large role in this. So our Bureau of the Fiscal Service recently established our Office of Payment Integrity, and we partnered with agencies over the past two years to prevent over $458 million in potentially fraudulent or improper payments. One of the more innovative ways we did that is um, we piloted this commercial tool called Account Verification Service. And the main kind of purpose of the pilot was to verify whether a bank account actually belongs to the entity or the recipient that it's intended to go to and the bank account is open. So when we as fiscal service, you know, we issue 90% of federal payments. Prior to that payment, we can run the payment through this account verification service and just confirm that the account is valid and it, it belongs to that entity. And this uh, pilot was extraordinarily successful. So you may remember the economic impact payments or the advanced child tax credits during the pandemic. We screened 2.7 million of those through the account verification service, and we prevented 130 million improper payments just doing that. So that's an example of where we're using data, we're using shared services, and we're also partnering to you know, stop improper payments. Renata Miskell, the Treasury Department's Deputy Assistant Secretary for Accounting Policy and Financial Transparency, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.